Trash King's intro too, even sexier, even more jazz. Hey guys and dolls, and welcome to the Trash Movie Kings podcast. I'm your host, Adam Edwards, and I've got just a few quick notes for you before we dive in. New episodes of the podcast go up every Tuesday morning, with video versions premiering on YouTube at 1pm Central the same day. We record on Thursday nights, so give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at Trash Movie Kings to see what we're watching. That way, you'll be up to speed when the episode releases on Tuesday. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, our email address is trashmoviekings at gmail.com, so uh, go ahead and drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Alright, with that out of the way, let's jump in. I'd have to live with the dead. But if this is just like I don't a really yes know and that. movie that they're playing completely straight. Tomorrow we'll make the nine-mile hike to Dr. Lucas. You don't need to listen to that sunny podcast. And they'll phone the cops. <clears throat> that okay. guy should be Just locked up for good. Out. He's. What is happening in this movie? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> they killed. Did they? Like okay, wife. there was like a little zombie that came out of. Was that his wife? No, but they ended up killing her. Because she was having a zombie come out of her? I don't know why. Okay, <laughs> let's just move forward. He's got a criminal mind. He's evil. should be <clears throat> dead. Come on, give me a beer. What do you have for me this time? Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of the Trash Movie Kings podcast. Uh, I'm your host Adam Edwards, joined tonight with uh, Joey Graham. Hey Joey. Uh, Justin Petty, what's up, JP? Hey, yo, what up, homies? Uh, just some bitch, <laughs> Michael Langhausen. How's it going, Mike? Hey, what's good? And uh, Apocalypse Howl is out on assignment this week, so no, uh, no Apocalypse this week. But tonight, we watched the 1989 movie, video, whatever you want to call it. Uh, Eight things. millimeter, spectacular. Yeah. Things, which is, uh, as Mike pointed out during the uh, during the movie, uh, r- widely regarded as one of the worst movies ever made. Uh, <laughs> I, <would. laughs> <It's>, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's like I yeah. agree. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be in the conversation at least. <laughs> yeah. Uh, directed by Andrew Jordan, starring and written by Barry J. Gillis. <laughs> Uh, and also starring uh, Amber Lynn. So at least it had that going for it. Has anyone ever seen an Amber Lynn <clears throat> porn? Because I cannot recall one. I may have. I may have seen one. I've seen a lot of pornography. I, yeah, I may have without <clears throat> knowing it, but I've never like sought out Amber right. Lynn the way that I've sought out like Debbie Does Dallas, right? Right, yeah. She seems like she's in uh, maybe some of those old classic porns. Are you about to say, Justin, you have a full collection of Amber Lynn porn? <laughs> <laughs> can you hear no, me no I, I don't i don't i'm just kidding oh okay uh, you're having audio issues but you're just you was having audio issues. i am also having audio issues every time i talk it's peeking into the red i don't know why peeking bro you're peeking always peeking <laughs> peeking bro always peeking well justin i know that you're having audio issues but this sounds like a good time for you to uh try to explain what the fuck we just watched <laughs> <clears throat> yes um, please explain the plot to us master all right um <laughs> it's, it starts it starts out with a, a guy and his his wife mm-hmm. who is might already be dead or is instead just wearing a devil halloween mask I'm not sure if like he's he's having a 
like a waking nightmare for her, but they uh, they're trying to have a kid apparently. Mm. And uh, she won't have sex with him, but instead decided to pull a kid out of a closet and say, we've, we've had a kid this whole time. It's an infant in a crib. And then uh, is No, the horror scenes later with the scooping of the eyeballs. That's just then just transitions to these two guys walking into a fucking house. <laughs> you just threw in something about scooping out eyeballs into the initial plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what that's what I remembered. No, the, the, okay. I, I that, that was the, I was trying to remember if there was one or two like creepy nightmare demonic scenes and uh i guess the scooping of the eyeballs came later didn't it yeah uh not much later i feel like the scooping of the eyeballs was probably the first 10 to 15 minutes yeah okay but it's after we we meet the two guys right it ah jesus i don't know honestly okay anyway this this guy is in his his wife dies. You find out later his wife dies or it was dead when he's talking to his buddy who is, it makes an abrupt jump cut to these two guys entering this house. And we spend about 15 or 20 minutes sitting with these guys having innocuous conversations that should never have been put on film for any reason. I don't understand why. Is that when they were like, when they were in the, house or cabin or whatever and they were trying to loot the guy's beer yeah they yeah but it was like i guess it eventually (laughs) got to that point but it was like 20 or 30 minutes of them just like one of them sitting on the couch one of them's in the kitchen they're just they're talking about nothing like it's well i wouldn't say it's nothing party 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 you sure uh doug won't mind if we have a few of his beer we can drink all we want are you sure I like how they're using beer in the sure. as if it's I'm like beer. They bring up the bestiality network. Yes. And they're making sandwiches out of just bread. Well, <laughs> so these guys just broke into that other guy's house and they're just getting wasted. Pretty creepy up here. Why don't you put something that on TV? Tight. There's yeah. an idea. They get the bestiality network up here. You can get the. The fuck? Day old bread. Yes. 60 day old bread. Day old bread or 60 day old bread? It's 60 day old bread. 60 day old bread. That's what I thought. It looked like it was like maybe day old. (laughs) At a certain point, like a third guy walks into the house. Oh, yeah. This is the third guy comes in gets a beer and that's when he makes them the sandwiches right but this third guy just is new to us we don't get introduced to him he just he sits down and like he's always been there and then it's more meaningless conversation for probably another 10 minutes and then we get a uh the scooping the eyeball scene which i don't i don't understand what what role it played in this movie but yeah, I don't remember whose eyeballs they were or why they were being scooped. Uh, we, yeah, yeah, we just jumped to this like scientist in, in a laboratory or like a. Okay, is that you think that's supposed to be the wife? <clears throat> no, it was definitely it was a guy. Guy, because they also I think before the eyeball, didn't they pluck his tongue? Yeah, they pulled his tongue yeah. out, okay. and then they scooped yeah. his eyeball out, and then. And then we just cut back to the two guys talking in the house again. And right. they feel disconnected, like we're watching two different movies. Yeah. And then we get these random... Uh, we Amber Lynn, not Tracy Lords. <laughs> we get these random <clears throat> scenes with Amber Lynn, a porn star, who they hired for about five minutes of this movie to do fake newscasts on a TV that... Is is it in the room? Are they watching this TV, or is she like narrating just, the movie we're watching? Yeah, it's kind of like an exposition dump whenever she's on screen, but it doesn't help. But how how, yeah. do, how does it tie into the 
story at all. Like, what does she like? What does she say? Like, what news is she presenting or talking about that relates to what the hell's going on? She's not really given us any information. I don't. I can't like, think I, of any one thing that she actually said. <laughs> yeah. No. It's I just, just like, every time she comes on screen, you're like, oh, Amber Lynn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like all it was, it was just so distracting. Like I couldn't figure out, like I wasn't listening to anything she was saying because I was just like so focused on her looking off screen, reading these cue cards, like way to the left. And yeah, like, like they hired her for such a short amount of time that she couldn't even remember her line or so they probably didn't even give her lines to remember. They just held up cards and said, read these. Well, well, and it's yeah. it's weird because once the movie's over, there's like a post credits. Yeah. Uh huh. It's like a blooper reel kind of thing, but it's like a good probably two, three minutes of her just telling a story about being Amber Lynn. And um, she has more lines and personality and screen time in that thing (laughs) than the entire movie. Well, yeah, it was also shot better than anything in the entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. Accidentally. Brighter and like has more charm to it. Well, in the interview, she, uh, the very, like she really loved telling the stories about herself. And Mm. like, it's kind of like one of the most, like the most memorable parts of her in the movie really because of that. Like she's so into telling stories about everything she's done. Yeah. Like, people that are making the movie <laughs> well and they also include that in the f- editing of the film because i think they're that's their most proud moment of yeah. this film it's yeah. like we got amber lynn porn star sensation of the early 80s perhaps but this movie is what 89 89 yeah yeah when was amber lynn popular the most i have no idea honestly I mean, probably but like mid 80s mid late 80s i guess i don't know and- it was probably a big deal for them to have her on set for even you know an hour or whatever it was she showed up to like someone's house in toronto and maybe she's a toronto porn star i don't know that's interesting uh, she's from <clears throat> Orange, California. Okay. Sure. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm reading a porn stars Wikipedia page, which is something okay. I've ever done before. But so. Toronto, <laughs> Toronto is not that far from New York, right? Right. I think so. Sure. I think it's fairly close. Wait, are you still on this thing about this movie definitely being made in New York? No, it wasn't. I no, I no, 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 no. I don't think it I'm was just thinking movie. of how the fuck she got into the, got yeah. into this movie. It's a Canadian <laughs> movie, like right. It's, it's, it's Canadian by Canadians in Canada, right? Definitely in an apartment for the most of it, and yeah. then they're suddenly in the <laughs> woods at the very, very end because they had some woods to shoot in, or they found a public park. I don't know. I'm just, okay, we. I guess we got off track. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're, no, yeah, yeah, we're just. Like, I'm just curious. I just think that's the point of this movie for these filmmakers. Uh, there's a reason to get her on set. Okay. Yeah, like they were well, very I'm, happy. I'm now oh. looking up. So Amber Lynn was. Uh, she dated for a long time another porn actor named Jamie Gillis, who I am assuming is the brother of Barry Gillis who is the oh. writer and star of this movie. Okay. So somebody was brothers with a guy that was dating a porn star. Okay. And you're all like, fuck yeah. Let's make a horror movie and put that porn star in it. But we or only actually Barry day. Gillis might be the same guy. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, Justin has a good point about being <laughs> off topic, but really there how can you be off topic with a movie called things it's just all things are considered topic yeah oh god <laughs> we are uh, anyway the, the okay. <laughs> what happens next uh so, so the plot to me and uh, oh we haven't gotten the spiders yet no yeah okay so what it seems like happens but it you know the the movie itself I don't think represents this. I think the idea is we were talking about it and this doesn't, it doesn't seem like a bad idea. 
is that they perform an experiment on this guy's wife and then she opens up like a gateway to whatever dimension and aliens are just coming out of her womb or pussy. (laughs) 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 And like just filling this cabin apartment with little alien beasties and these guys just have to kill them all. Which that in and of itself, I think is an interesting kind of movie. But is that actually what's happening? Because I don't have no recollection of the wife giving birth to anything ever. They just mention it, I think. Yeah, she she says we've already got a baby and pulls up a a baby carrier. But you never see the baby in it. And also you've never seen her giving birth to yeah, you don't see right. her giving birth to that baby or any any of these creatures. You just never right. see her again. She's in the movie for all of five minutes and then she's gone, right? Yeah. There's no reference to like where these creatures are coming from. All the way to the end, they never reveal. Well, because at the end, and this is my read on it, and I mean, who the fuck knows, but... Um, most of the movie is spent like killing these creatures and then killing each other and all kinds of shit like that. Strange. What the? F- Wait, oh, he's gonna, he, did he- I think he got possessed by the weird thing. This is like. It's like they have to kill him. It's like the creepiest version of Step Brothers. And at the end, one of the guys kills the other guy or like drills into his head or something like that. Uh, yeah, there's a good electric. Wait, is bit. that what he was doing or was he drilling into the dog that he said he was eating? That was before that. So yeah, he like drilled into the dog moment. that he ate, but then later he drilled into his friend's head with like a concrete drill bit. But uh, anyway... Then it this other man appears, and it appears that the entire thing was a dream or a hallucination. And, like, he definitely killed the woman and the guy, but the creatures, I think, were hallucinations. And now we're back here. Down from Grizzly Flats. It's the daytime now. Susan's dead, everybody's dead, all because of you. Oh, me? <clears throat> yeah, you. There's hundreds of creatures around this goddamn hellhole. All because of you. Do you want to see some blood? And look at this fucking. You want to see some blood? First Window drapes or whatever. They're made of plastic. Oh, God, what a horrible mess. <laughs> You're watching too many horror movies, pal. This place is empty. Yeah. I have no idea. I'd miss that entirely if that is true. Oh, shit. That, that's also what happened in the beginning. I, I forgot about that. He woke, well, up from, have... he woke up from that first dream in the very right. beginning. Yeah, yeah I right. was going to say at some point that was never his actual wife. That was a hallucination. But then I thought there was supposed to be a real wife. Okay. Here, here you go. The plot follows two friends in a, in a remote cabin. Who discover a womb of monstrous horror that demands graphic dismemberment? A womb or room? A womb. Okay, so um, a woman's womb. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So it's her womb. She's somewhere in the house, just giving birth to these things everywhere. Yeah. But they don't know where her body is. Yeah. Yeah. Because they because they couldn't have babies. But it's his wife, right? I guess. So maybe he's he's having nightmares about his wife because he does say his wife died or was killed. So maybe. Let's be honest. Neither of these people are married. These are two guys doing drugs in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is what the actual movie I think is. If you put two serial killers in a cabin together for <laughs> two years, this right, is what and happens. He, he makes this weird joke about him eating his niece and i'm like what like are these people supposed to be normal and then this stuff is happening to them or are they serial killers or like are they they're on the beginning of their serial killer journey and they're 
just about to start or no and and then they're dealing with these aliens what there's like <laughs> do you even know what i'm saying when i just we're watching sentence? like what what could yeah. be the origins of two serial killers but they get killed by aliens before they can kill their first victim. right it's like two serial killers getting their start and then there's aliens <laughs> it's kind of rad it's a it's an insane idea. Yeah, the more I think about it, the more it's like it's a good idea. The filmmaking itself is fucking awful. Yeah, the filmmaking is terrible. So and, I guess since we've got well, Justin, did you have anything else that you wanted to say about like the plot? The plot, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they turn on lamps really good. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean it kind of it kind of loses the plot. After, after the aliens show up, and it, at that point it's just a bunch of killing until, until it ends. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to follow. Yeah, it's, at one point they're walking down the hill of the woods, but they're definitely already dead, so they're not really doing that. Wait, at the end of the movie when they're in the woods running around like crazy, and then there's another guy on a bridge, like a brand new character in the last ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're back at the house again, right? I have no. And then, the, and then there's the zombie of the blonde guy who's like really snarky and has some really good. Oh. oh shit! That guy. He's not dead. The, he's in a dream. I certainly feel like I'm in a dream. Oh yeah, he kept reading like, the lines like he was in a uh, a uh, monster truck commercial. Oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah. murders written all over your face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I wish uh, when we're editing this, we should definitely play some stuff from that guy delivering his lines because it's really fucking funny. But I can't remember any of it. <laughs> this is ghastly, brutal. Oh God! What a horrible mess! Ashley Bruno, monster truck. Yeah, crazy! Uh, wow! <laughs> I must scoop it up to smell it. Yeah, we'll leave it up to the editor to find. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's a decent idea, but the filmmaking itself is atrocious fucking travesty so it's a nightmare we've oh, got yeah. michael we've got joey talk a little bit about the filmmaking like the lighting the fucking shot the shots the adr like what yeah i mean from from <clears throat> you know shot on soup what is it super eight that's what i and, read yeah yeah it, yeah sort of has a feeling of um like home, uh, you're watching somebody's home movie, and and like the, so some of this like is really happening. Like, like you're watching smut. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. We talked about it like almost feeling like a snuff film. Yeah, snuff. Which is like an interesting idea if it were intentional, but it's not. Well, yeah, not yeah. at all. Right, which makes we have, it weirder. We have better examples of films that toe the line of like low budget that f- start to feel real which the, the the epitome of that is the texas chainsaw massacre which you know takes a low budget and makes it feel scary with the aesthetic of it but this feels scary in a way that isn't real but isn't fake it like falls I don't know. Yeah, what it's, i mean by it like it feels real is like the di- the dialogue it's so meaningless and it's just it, it yeah. feels like a conversation that two idiots would actually be having like mm-hmm. it, it feels like nobody would ever write this kind of dialogue why would anybody write this kind of dialogue ever? right it doesn't feel real in a sense that it's happening it feels real in a sense that you are very very aware of the process with which they chose to make this film and you're like questioning every second of it to the point where you're like, I'm, I am just watching insanity vomit on screen and it's disturbing, 
<laughs> it's disturbingly bad filmmaking, I would say, because we're, what are we in 1989? Like they've seen these guys, you know, assumingly have seen a lot of decent horror films, good horror films, and just have no idea how to uh, no. craft craft one. And to the point where it's like, whew, like what's going on in their heads? <laughs> well, and yeah, and not only that, but you know, they don't even understand their tools, right? So they have a super eight camera, which you know may or may not have a partial zoom lens on it. It may not have that at all, but. <laughs> The, the whole thing, because they don't even understand how, really how to even pick up and use a camera, whoever it was, but um, it feels very, has a sense of, cla- of, of being claustrophobic. Like you, you, never, you never have any uh, environmental awareness right. throughout <clears throat> 90% of it, which adds to like the, you know, the delusions you have of like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, it's yeah. It, it makes it you're hyper aware of the filmmaking, but the filmmaking itself is scary. Like I'm, I'm I, like, as you're watching it, you're like kind of like uneasy about being on that set. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause you're like, kind of feel, you can feel what they were doing when you were making it. And you're like, ah, oh, this is like giving me anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> like, like imagine it's, it, it, it almost feels like, like we said, I said earlier, like if two serial killers sat in a house together for, but almost feels like two serial killers decided to make a fictional movie. And this yeah. is what came of it. Like they, they wrote and made a movie because yeah. they're psychotic or whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. This can't, this just came out. I wouldn't go so far as Insane. like they're, they're killers, but yeah, they're definitely disturbing people that I don't, I wouldn't like chill with. No. These no, guys no. are just saying everything that pops into their head. <laughs> everything that's shown on screen, they comment on it. I think this is more of a me and Michael Langhausen tripping, tripping out on acid for like a week. And we come back with this. <laughs> Maybe Steve's there. <laughs> Three, it's three guys in an apartment in Toronto or wherever the fuck they shot it. Maybe they really did shoot it in a cabin. I don't know. But it's so, yeah, you're right. It's like so tight and there's so, the lighting is bizarre and just there's the, the, the plot is so strange. It's like people coming in and out of it. It's very trippy. And, and to, to use just one word for it, but it's, not pleasant to watch (laughs) yeah it's definitely i mean most of the movies that we we try to watch here are like have some form of lightheartedness to them and are like digestible and things like that this is definitely a darker movie (laughs) like this (laughs) this movie has a deep darkness to it uh and so like as i look through the questions that we have i get I'm like a little disarmed with it, right? Where I'm like, I don't know how we talk about what was it lacking. Like, I don't yeah, this, know. This for levity. sure wasn't <laughs> fun trash. This was uncomfortable this, trash. It was, yeah, it was fine. But yeah, it had a moments lot of, of fun. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah fun but moments. But like, I was impressed with the, um, a lot of the like prosthetics and makeup and stuff were pretty good. Yeah. Like some yeah, of those they're fun. They're fun. gore effects were pretty crazy. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? This is a woman that we've never seen. How are they doing that so good? I don't know. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Probably real. <laughs> is it just a snuff film? <laughs> that guy's face. Oh my, was that Mr. B? It's fun. The, the dude's head gets cut <laughs> off and then they, they come at it with a torch and it, it, <laughs> it looks like it just looks like wrapping paper <laughs> oh he's carterizing carterizing Car- carterizing all right just with an open flame <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's how that works but it, i think it's just burning his arm <laughs> 
they right. Just, yeah, they just cut it, set his stump on fire. It's, it's, it's some of the makings of a madman, and I, I joked about this being something that uh, possibly me and Langhausen or maybe just Langhausen by himself would make <laughs> after like an acid trip for like a, like a several weeks or maybe just one week, maybe you just need a day to move make this movie. This, but, is, this is what would be made while on an acid trip. I think not after. <laughs> yeah. It's you make this and then you wake up the next day and turn your camera on and you're like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. On it. Exactly. Wow. On it. This is not like a, like a good idea you had after being high and then you go back and look at it and figure out what the idea is really and form a story around it and whatnot. This is what you make while actually high. And like people make that joke a lot. Like, you know, about major movies like, oh, they were high when they thought of this or whatever made this. And it's like, this is a movie where that's feels yeah, very, very apt. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. It seems like a definite absolute. Well, we were, we were saying it was fun in parts. I think the, the funnest stuff is that now, now that I'm thinking about it is the dialogue. The stuff that I was laughing at the most is like oh, yeah. random things of like, oh, I ate my niece. And then it's like, oh, this like was it like a cute little bloody dog over here. Like when there's no dog <laughs> even present. And then and then the bestiality network. It's like, yeah, the more I think about the fact that they wrote those lines and decided they should be in the movie without any other explanation <laughs> makes it even darker. I'm like yeah these people fucking kill people <laughs> <laughs> or when he's just... drinking his beer and he gets up and fills it up with water and it's like wait what does he say some some uh, good the, old uh, yeah the natural american wa- american water natural american, wa- american water pure right american water you gotta mix it with your bud or whatever the fuck so they is is that joke that they they're the cabin they're staying in is in america but they're from Canada? Oh, what, good, what does that mean? Point. Yeah, because this, I think it's trying, I think it's just like every, any other fucking Canadian horror film, it's trying to be in America and it's not. Because American, okay. well, like American slashers, this is past even the, like the prime of slashers, which is only like what, three years or something in the early 80s. So these dudes maybe have seen a lot of those movies and are just trying to make like an American slasher movie six years too late, which is, you know, not that long really, but such a finite moment in culture. I think that's what they're doing, you know, maybe. Well, also, you know, there's a little bit of a Cronenberg perhaps to what they're doing. Like, especially some of those cheap early Cronenbergs that I, I feel like he uses, like little monsters like this. So it's like kind of a weird mishmash of things, I suppose. Things. Things. They, are, they yeah. were definitely good, a lot better at making creatures and props than they were at making a movie. Yeah, the props and little things aren't bad. I, I guess they made multiple because they chop them up so many times, but it. <laughs> it could very well be the same little puppet that they have just using over and no, over. No, there was that one room, that one shot where the guy was uh, trying to claw his way through the door. And when the door opened, it was like a room full of them laying on like yeah. on top of him and around. Uh, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. When the brother dies and he's like a skull talking, that's kind of an interesting. Oh, God. I <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and he's like, hey, I'm not dead. I'm not dead. I'm over here I'm doing stuff. I don't know. Don, I'm still alive. They haven't got me yet. Oh my god. Don, help me. I'm still alive. <laughs> no, I'm really pissed off. You shithead. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, dialogue that that pops in. Um, or not really dialogue, but voiceover that pops in. It, it has a feeling of those night early 1980 um cartoons yeah yeah i think we we think we found out like it wasn't voiceovers it was just really really bad adr it was supposed to be conversation between two people yeah Yeah. that's what it seems like which uh, audio was so far removed from the scene 
I'm wondering they they in the credits they have Boom Man. Uh, yeah. so I guess they had some production audio, but it doesn't seem like they use a ton of it. Although it, you know, and it seems like in parts they did the full thing is not ADR because you can really tell when it's ADR because it sounds like a guy on a mic like this. Like, yeah, exactly. what do I say? What do I say? <laughs> I think it, it it is ADR throughout there. Anytime two people are talking to one another, that's ADR for sure. Yeah, I just I'm. Since they had a boom operator, I'm just assuming that maybe it was parts, but I didn't notice. You know, maybe it was know. for sound effects or something. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. could, you know, it could be like how we. Oh, somebody shot. definitely held the boom while he was wiping a towel against the microphone. Yeah, mm. I think when we shot Babash Potato Face, we had a boom operator. I used literally one line from the entire production audio. I think because I couldn't get the actress to do the line the same. That was about it. Um, okay. Well, I'm just saying, like, maybe they were like, it's all bad. Maybe it sounded terrible, you know? Maybe they had a huge generator sitting outside, and they were like, we can't use any of this. But we paid a <laughs> boom operator. At least it's there. So you know what was said. There, There's definitely... I want to know if, like, the... Who did the ADR? Like, the voices were the actual actors... Because there seems to be a, a a much stranger in a different way, like a, a very different energy in the ADR voices than what is on set. Like there's an awareness in whoever's doing the ADR and the voices that does not appear on camera or in set. <clears throat> right. It, it changes the tone for sure. Like mm-hmm. there's a different version of this movie that you could do with better ADR that probably would even be scarier to be or you know like not scarier but more disturbing i suppose yeah like the 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 adr the the, just the way they're doing the voices the screaming all this the mouth sounds that they use for almost all the sound effects has a like it's it has a silliness to it that feels intentional that is definitely not there on screen but it's it still creeps me out yeah, that, that's what makes it weirder because it almost feels like somebody found this unsettling. very unsettling movie and then decided to dub their own audio over it. Did anybody but, have a specific favorite part? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> when the two guys were fighting or yelling at each other and it just got like really elevated really quickly and he was like you never told me you were an asshole either i had to find out for myself oh yeah <laughs> that was a good line yeah, yeah i think just generally the bizarre dialogue was kind of <laughs> i mean it's not good but it's my favorite thing about this movie just the bizarre lines yeah yeah them using uh <laughs> red light bulbs as nighttime yeah <clears throat> wait is that what you're gonna say no i was gonna say oh. <laughs> like I, I really liked the um i mentioned it before but some of the the effects like mm-hmm. there was that shot early on when they're slicing that dude's throat and it just ah, yeah very real it was like holy shit i don't know I, how they did that yeah i want to know well. how they did that i wonder the if they like cut a scoop out good. of the blade and just like had the blade pressed against the neck or That's something thought but then they kind of twist it in a way that doesn't seem like that's what they're doing uh yeah. i have to look at it again it's 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 kind of it's pretty good if any if there's any actual technical good shot of this film it's probably that for sure yeah and they just kept tugging it was such a long shot mm-hmm. they just kept yeah. making like, it around back in like it's 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 an aggressive yeah slice. it goes on it was goes good. on for a while yeah or the, the the panning over to the dog that doesn't want to come next to the actor. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah. Donkey. Yeah. Donkey. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. A dog? There's a dog. A girl. I love dogs. Is that a girl? <laughs> oh, wait. He's in the bestiality. I forgot. <laughs> the dog oh, yeah, had they... laid on the other side of the couch and he was like, <laughs> right. had, to, had to pan over slowly. <laughs> Uh, I guess the best performance is obviously Amber Lynn, so we don't really need to discuss any more <laughs> of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
really great I performance mean, there. Definitely at the end when she was being herself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was the best performance of the whole thing. Her telling stories yeah. about fucking. <laughs> I can't remember anybody she was telling stories about, but it was herself. <laughs> famous, it was like famous people from a decade or two earlier that she had yeah. been hanging out with. Yeah. Like famous people from the sixties. <laughs> oh, like, she was talking about uh Anne Margaret. Well, yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. At least Anne Margaret. <clears throat> and like that's actually pretty fucking cool. Yeah. I would like to hang out with Anne Margaret. She's alive, right? She's not quite dead. I don't know. Uh but this is the question that I actually I think isn't is probably the most interesting one based on this movie. Would any of y'all want to remake this? So yeah, yes. Uh, uh, Could any uh, of us it's, remake? It's it? inspired me to want to make want to make something this awful. <laughs> <laughs> just for just for fun this feels like something i would have done when i was like nine i suppose that it is in a way inspiring because yeah it's so so minimal yeah just like <clears throat> just point the camera and shoot it i find well, it inspiring because it's weirdly genuine like they just kind of made a fucking thing yeah they just i don't know i think it'd be interesting going back to joey's adr comment um you know take instead of doing a, a remake you, you have se- you know several fans out there that really really into the, the film uh go back and and cu- cut together like a five minute short mm. uh, w- with with new adr and d- different sound effects different you know music and and just see See what it came out, yeah. I know they did this on uh, Last Drive-In, but like I, I didn't really watch much of Joe Bob's commentary on it. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm kind of interested. I want to go back and, and check it out. I was so tired that night. Yeah, yeah. Like, was, wanna... this, there was an episode of Joe Bob last season where they showed this film and another film, but I can't remember the other one. But yeah, they. I didn't really make it through it because this movie is pretty... Yeah. Uh, yeah you guys forced me to pay attention otherwise i probably would have abandoned this thing because <laughs> it's so but yeah like that's what i mean like after strange watching it with you guys <clears throat> i sat through it all we, right. when i tried now to watch I on Joe Bob's, it was just says. like i i just couldn't but yeah i'm genuinely curious now like i want to know why this <laughs> exists <laughs> yeah uh i don't remember a lot of the commentary for it Sometimes when I'm watching Joe Bob, like I'm either watching the movie and not listening to him or the reverse where I'm <clears throat> listening to him and not watching the movie. And I think it was that one, maybe. Okay. So I just remember him talking about Amber Lynn and that it was Canadian. And that's about all I remember. But no, I think you could remake this movie. I think the idea of a woman, generally speaking, performing an experiment on somebody, maybe not what whatever this experiment was, but if the side effect is them giving birth to uh, alien species, that's kind of interesting. That's pretty interesting plot. I would say. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not bad. It's, it's pulpy, but it's pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if that's actually what the plot of this movie is, but that's what it sounds it as good as any, anything. <laughs> that's what it seems to be. <laughs> it could very well be anything else. I think they just kind of were <laughs> shooting stuff and they're like, it's kind of like this, you know, or whatever. They, they went to their investors and like, Hey, we got, we got things. <laughs> and the idea of there being investors on this is, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. They had distributors. They said special <laughs> thanks to our distributors. Well, yeah, our someone, partners. Someone uh, wanted it, I guess. Someone put it on video. That's, that's what I was saying. Is it was a special? We were watching, and I was like, it was a magical, weird time in the '80s when the VHS market was so hot that you could just put out any kind of weird garbage like this, and 
if as long as the cover was cool, people would be like, oh, yeah, we got to rent fucking things. <laughs> yeah, but the <laughs> cover is cover. not cool. It's fucking creepy. And it's it's not unsettling in a I want to see this horror movie kind of way. Yeah, it's, I don't what I it's mean. It's like is, you found this in like your weird uncle's basement and it was a photo shoot he did of himself. Yeah, cool is not the word. <laughs> uh intriguing, I suppose, is the word. <laughs> like if we had seen this cover, I'm and I'm sure it looks like shit. I don't know what it looks like, but I'm sure it's Oh, you haven't seen than, the cover of it? No. You should look up the look? cover art. Is it just is it red? It's no, it's the the dude staring into the thing staring into the camera. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was at the end of the movie. Like after Amber Lynn finished her thing. Uh, okay. Yeah, I vaguely remember. Um Okay, whatever I'm okay, I'm seeing two different ones. They're both equally bizarre. Is one of them the dude with the mullet and the mustache just staring into the camera holding a weapon? Yes, and then there's a couple other there's a couple other that are just equally like what the fuck they found they figured, they did one with Amberlynn on the cover did you see this one? Oh, oh god wow. yeah, yeah that's pretty good oh, wow <laughs> that would be the thumbnail <clears throat> yeah that's pretty fucking weird but like yeah if you're in the if you're in the mom and pop VHS or video rental store and you've watched you know most every other horror film you're definitely fucking getting that one because <laughs> you're like this looks fucking terrible i need it <laughs> and people yeah. yeah people did it it was a different time anyway yeah people should someone should remember this <laughs> yeah someone will and if they if they do like one thing that i think this one really lacked like for us specifically it didn't have a lot of bees um, it had it had boobs right off the bat and it had a lot of blood and bush bo- boobs beast blood and bush it did have bush. Yeah. it had it had the main tenets i would say just yeah. out of the extras <clears throat> it had it had buds good buds it have buds it did have good buds yeah you're right i mean that makes like what five maybe it did have a bud had, it had five it had of the six bees boobs bush buds blood Men's bellies, beast. Was it really butt? I don't know. Yeah, there was there was there was bods. There was one bod. There were bodies. There was definitely bodies. Oh yeah, there's definitely a pile of dead bodies. Uh, (coughs) no boners. I don't know if the buds is Budweiser. Were they drinking Budweiser? They're probably drinking Labatt. (laughs) Molson. Molson. (laughs) Fucking Canadians. Uh, yeah. So I guess, I guess we can move on to like, did y'all like it and rate it out of five bags? <clears throat> I guess we can start with. I don't know who wants to start. Langhausen, you want to go first? No. <laughs> <laughs> this one's this one's tough because it's like, like it's... is is this is this any trashy kind of way is this better or worse than carnosaur that's what i was thinking like like because is how bad this is like is that good for like is this is this high trash or is this low trash it's so confusing sometimes because it's like i feel like as a trash (laughs) movie you should you should probably want to see this but as a movie it's awful well, in the movie, it says itself trash. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it does say. Um, one of the <laughs> this times. is trash. Yes. <laughs> it sure does. After making his beer bottle water. <laughs> I feel like I would probably give it three bags. So, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too, actually. Because it's, it's one of those where it's like, look, I'm never going to sit down and say you know what i really want to watch tonight is <laughs> but but i am absolutely gonna say that if no if somebody was interested right in any stuff like this 
And that's yeah, what I was going to say. I'm going to have to say like, that too. Like, I would absolutely watch this. If again. somebody was interested, or if it's one of those nights where it's like, all right, it's now 2.30 in the morning. I've been boozing since eight or whatever. And I'm just in that weird headspace. It's dark. Like there's the world is dead and I just want to watch something fucking weird. It's going to be things. You just want right. to watch some things there's, weird. Yeah. And there's a lot better things you should put on, but they aren't <laughs> things. They are not things. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Things occupies a space that I didn't know existed. It's like it's like when we found out brain occupied a space we didn't know existed, but like, yeah, the the opposite and worse. Yeah, yeah. So I'm giving it three. <laughs> um, I'm I'm gonna go four. I think. Wow. Yeah. I I think it. There's a an authenticity and a genuine nature to this that. it kind of elevates it in a way to me that like something like Miami connection did to like, you could, you could tell they really wanted to make a movie and they just didn't know how to do it. Right. And there yeah. are things that they are good at and things that they definitely have a, a knowledge of such as like the, the prop making and the special effects, but like making the actual movie was not one of those things. Yeah. There's, <laughs> we keep using Which, that word. What? Things. things. Oh yeah. To so yeah, I don't, things. I don't know. I think, I think it's, um, we, we, we watch a lot of trash that like a lot of that trash was, was made to make a buck or made to, made to be trash like a lot of a lot of these 80s action and horror movies were had a very specific purpose and this just feels like two dudes wanted to make a thing and they just they did it because they loved several things and it was weird and they weren't good at making that thing but they made a thing yeah i i I get what you're saying and i think I, i would give it three as well um i think it's yeah what you're saying is correct it has this genuine kind of bizarreness to it but it doesn't ever quite hit like the joyous highs of something like a breen or like a miami connection uh it kind of misses some of that uh, joy of like Mm -hmm. sort of accidentally creating something great um they just accidentally make something like worth like being disturbed by which is you know good well i think that's that's due to the nature of their personalities probably (laughs) yeah they're not they don't seem like joyful guys (laughs) and we've already mentioned these are these don't seem like guys like that we would want to hang out with but their their goal seems very similar to miami connection but we would hang out with the miami connection guys probably but i think think yeah it's just missing like a couple little connective things that i think would really heighten the rest of the movie but as it stands it's like a little too confusing that's probably where i land but yeah you're adam's right it's like if you were fucked up especially if you wanted to show like a girl who's interested in fucked up weird stuff you're like hey you gotta watch this movie mm-hmm. or whoever a girl guy uh yeah it's a fun one to show people i think for sure yeah I think I'd I'd keep it down the middle. You give it a three. Uh, you know, on there's parts that were entertaining. You know, ha- had me laughing, and the other parts where it's just like I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what I'm looking at. You guys yeah. need to pick a fucking side. You goddamn fence. Well, it, it just it just doesn't <laughs> it doesn't quite hold your attention in a way that it it could if it just made a little more sense or (laughs) was a little more obviously like artsy i suppose for lack of a better word this movie wasn't polarizing enough to get either good or bad ratings it's just a very middling it's as the kids say mid (laughs) 
it's definitely trash. I mean, it's definitely trash. Oh, don't get me wrong. Oh, this, yeah, it's trash. This is like one of the number <laughs> the biggest, the shittiest movies we've ever watched. <laughs> I guess, I guess, mid trash is like right in the trash wheelhouse, right? It's like the Bible yeah. belts of trash. It's a, it's a different level. It's garbage. This it's, is it's, the Bible it's, Belt of Trash. It's, <laughs> it's five cans of garbage for sure. There you go. It's pure rotten trash. It's a big old. It's a big uh, dumpster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Five things of garbage. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, yeah. So that's uh, that's things. Yeah. My uh, I'm gonna go do some other things now. Things. Well, yeah. Does anybody have any jokes? I'm going to check out Amberlynn here in a second. <laughs> well, folks, you've experienced. It's, it is almost 1.30. It's about that time. To check okay. out some Amberlynn. Um. <laughs> I'm going to go walk my dog and check out Amberlynn. Watch some bitches uh, porn until the sun comes up. I will say a shout out to Strict Nine. With the <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. How did you not mention that? And Familiar Strangers, I believe, is the other band that made. Uh, well, you've been a test it's Funny because they, they say it was in the credits. They, they noted that. But when I, when I searched for that song, um, it came up as uh, some other band. Yeah. So I was looking that up after you were. And it, it almost seems like. After this movie got popular again, somebody remade that song. You think so? Because it, it, like, it became oh, yeah. popular as trash. So yeah. somebody else no, recorded yeah, we, that song. When we were watching the movie, me and you were texting, and I think I found it, found the remake of it. John Brennan and the Big Feet. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's the Joe Bob band. I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, yeah, you were talking. Okay, gotcha. Maybe that's what it was. I, I maybe I sat through that whole thing and don't remember any of the movie, but I just remember the breaks where they did like the tailspin song. I'll have to rewatch it. We'll yeah. see. I don't know. Uh, shout out to the Bestiality Network. Yeah. Yeah, there were beasts and bestiality. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, shout out to Pure American Water. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, oh, the the Kanye, uh, Kanye stealing uh, or being inspired by all the piano tracks in this uh, this uh, movie. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, shout out to having, you know, the days of analog television where you can flip between every channel and they're all just porn. porn. Yeah, that's uh, maybe it's a Canadian thing. I don't know. Remember back oh. when porn was the only thing you could watch on TV. <laughs> It was interesting. The dude was really good at turning on lamps, but he, he had a hard time. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was so bad at turning on lamps. No, he could turn on the lamps. He just couldn't turn on the TV. <laughs> it, it took him so long to like squat down and reach underneath the lampshade. And he <laughs> yeah. struggles a little bit and then finds the switch. And then it finally turns on. And then we watch him walk across the room. And do the exact same thing to another lamp. <laughs> and then walk across the room and struggle to turn on the television. Yeah. <laughs> and then another 30 seconds of him just flipping stations on the television. They should remake this with uh, John C. Riley and um, uh, Will uh, Farrell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. A, just sounds like a stepbrothers movie it should honestly be like a like a biopic about these two guys making the movie that'd be fucking honestly i would watch the shit out of that that's like a disaster artist but for things yes i would watch that all right yeah that's how they should read this movie hey we should try to get one of them on an interview oh yeah you mean that guys from well like eric como's not on here He's out hunting Bigfoot right now. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. So you know, pretty much it starts out, dude, dudes in a their underwear, like talking about, hey, we got to write this movie. Yeah, they're reading Fangoria, which they credit yeah, yeah. in the credits. They're like, yeah. we could do this, and they're like, I can make a little. I got those little ant puppets in the garage already. And then they just put their pants on and put 
turned the camera on and just started going. <laughs> we're just making a movie. I think we just became best friends. Yes. Some Shout there out you to, go. to the guy who's like, Shirt just disappeared and we never saw it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. This cut jump cut to him popping top. Yeah. All right. There you yeah. go. That's how we remake Thanks. things. So <laughs> cool. All right, see you next Thanks, time. everyone, for listening and everything. And uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Hit us up on the website. Email us trashmoviekings at gmail.com. And uh, until next time. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry oh, Christmas. Holidays. Happy New Year. Yeah, I'm really glad I got to appear. At least now you're later.